Welcome to the Church for All Nations podcast, streaming live from Tacoma, Washington. We're so excited you joined us today. We hope you're encouraged by this week's message. Every Wednesday at noon, uh, we gather as a church right here in the lobby from 12 to 1 p.m. to pray. And uh, today was exceptional, uh, the prayer that we had together, and uh, it was just a beautiful time. And we're seeing miracles in our church of, of healing, of, of relationships being restored, like Pastor Ashley mentioned, financial breakthrough. Uh, and I really attribute it to the prayer warriors in this church. And many of you, many of you are here tonight, and I want to thank you for continuing to pray for your church and this community, this neighborhood, this area code that we all love so much. And I want to invite you, hey, if you're, at, if you're in the area, if you get a lunch break at 12, maybe you're retired, uh, I don't know, maybe you're a stay-at-home uh, parent, come and, and pray with us. Come for 15 minutes. Come, stop in, pop, come late, come at 1245 and, and, and pop in. There's no, it's, it's just a great time. So every, every, uh, every Wednesday we do that. Uh, tonight's kind of fun because we're going to be graduating uh, growth track participants. And I'm telling you, growth track, Pastor Eric is right here, uh, and Steph, they have been doing such a phenomenal job leading that, uh, that ministry. And, and so, we're, and I, obviously I know there's the, a lot of these folks aren't here tonight, but how many, I'm sorry, I have to put you on the spot, how many have graduated or have gone through the program and and got the certificate. It's like it's over 200 people, is it? It's over 250. 250 all the way through. And so, and we just started it. It hasn't even been two months, no? Or about two and a half months? So I'm just so excited about Growth Track because we're all about, hey, listen, we're all about uh, spreading the gospel and sharing the gospel and seeing people say yes, yes to Jesus. But that's just really the beginning of, of the Christian walk, right? And so our next steps here... At Church for All Nations is growth track, and uh, it's it's really exciting to see so many people that are participating and going through that that next steps process. And so, like I said, it, um, if you haven't been through it yet, whether you've been following Jesus for fifty years and you've been at this church for thirty of those years, and and you can run circles around me theologically, it's still for you, okay? Uh, or it's for it's for everybody. Um, it's not just, it, there's so many different components to it. So uh, I would love for you to be a part of it. So in just a couple of minutes here, I, I just got a, 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 just a brief encouragement as, we, as we're, we've now, we're, we've entered into this holiday season. And this season is all about the miracle, <laughs> the thrill of hope, this, this, this baby coming to this earth, the son of God and, 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 and the significance of it. And I think it's so important, those of you that have been following Jesus for years and years and years, it's so important to revisit this miracle at least, at least once a year. And so we're gonna be doing that in the month of December. And I, would, you, would, you pray, would you pray with me? Can we, there's power when we agree together in prayer, right? That the month of December, I'm, I'm going to be promoting the gospel in a, in a very significant way this, on these weekend experiences. Now, some of the content you're going to get, you, you'll, maybe you'll hear some of, this, some of the content for the first time. A lot of it, though, is going to be the gospel, all right? And so, and so when you come on Sundays, be praying in the Spirit as I'm, as I'm presenting the gospel that the gospel would cut 
through uh, hardened hearts and, 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 and it would be received, right? There, that people's ears would be opened. And, and I, I'm just prophesying and I believe that we're going to see hundreds of people come to Christ from, from this Sunday until January 1. So in your quiet time, be praying about that. And here's, an, here's another thing. I'm going to do it too. Invite, invite, invite. People, for whatever reason, are, 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 their ears are perked up this time of year uh, in, in regards to uh, a, a, a faith gathering, okay? Whether that's the Jesus component, maybe it's the religious penance uh, component that they thought that that's, I got to go pay for my sins once a year. Maybe you've been, maybe you're here tonight and you can remember that being part of your life. I go on Easter and Christmas. I got, you know, I go, you know, the priest, I'm going to meet with the, confess all my, Hey, there's people that grew up that way. And so, so for, they're going to come to church. And so I, I, my prayer is that the gospel would be heard loud and clear and that people will come to Christ. So be, so be praying that, uh, starting tonight. Let me get to the word here, and then we're going we're gonna, to uh, sing a little bit more and, and graduate some folks. Luke chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 2. And we're going to start in verse 8 here in a second. Tonight we're, we're celebrating the growth track graduation, which really, it's, it's not only a part of our Church for All Nations uh, process, uh, the beginning really of the discipleship process. Uh, it's, but it's, it's also connected to our mission. It's, it's connected to our purpose, which is, by the way, connected to Jesus's great commission for us. Matthew 28, where he says, therefore, go into all the nations, right, and make disciples, baptizing them, what, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then and then teaching them to obey all of my commands. Why? why? So, that, so that they can live out the, the calling that Jesus has for them, including us, of course. But so, so with that in mind, this church is, and it's always been this way, that's our purpose. That's why we're here. That's why we have the name that we have, right? Church for all nations. But that didn't just come out of somebody's head. That's what Jesus says. He said, go into all the nations and make disciples. That's what this church has always been about, and it'll always be that. And so we're going to do whatever we can to, to, to be the vehicle of that. The Holy Spirit leads us, and, and he's called us to be his hands and his feet. And so with that in mind, I want to revisit, just for a second here, our church's purpose statement. Okay, and it's connected to what Jesus called. This is why we exist, right here. Put it on the screen, my, my friend up there. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I jumped to the scripture a little bit too early, but I want to show you this. This is our CFAN purpose statement. Is it there? Here's what it is. There it is. Th this is what we're all about here, okay? And that is to reach people with the life-giving message of Jesus, right? That's when people say yes to him, <clears throat> But it doesn't stop there, that they might actually become fully devoted followers of Christ. So there's an there's a, there's a, uh, um, evangelistic component there, but then there's also the discipleship component. So this is our purpose statement, which is connected to the Great Commission. But here, here's what I love about the Bible. I love the continuity of it. Because when you, when you look to the Old Testament, how many of you know 
that the gospel is embedded all throughout the Old Testament scriptures. But, but, but then, we, and then we look, obviously we look over into the New Testament and there it is. But it's not, it's not just the New, it's actually in the story of the birth of Christ. The Great Commission, the, the, it's, it's in there. Our purpose and mission is actually in this story. And so jump back to the scripture, Luke chapter 2. We're going to read it here. Tonight I want to I just take a quick look at Luke, Luke's account of the Christmas story. And I want to just look at qu- three quick areas that we are reminded of as followers of Jesus. And I'll get to those in just a second here. But let's, let's just read this, 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 uh, the beginning of this story. And that is verse 8 of Luke chapter 2. This is what the word says. It says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified, just like every one of us would be. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah the Lord, verse 12, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Verse 15, when the angels had left them, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem. Underline that. <coughs> let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Here's the first area that we are reminded of as followers of Jesus, as, as we're... As we're um, accepting the call, the Great Commission, what he's called us to do, and that is the seeking. Write that down. It's the first reminder of what it truly means to to be a follower of Jesus, but not just a follower of Jesus, as, as, as a human being. The seeking. The shepherds have this experience with the angels, and they don't go, well, that was awesome. Let's just get back to work now. Got a lot of work to do. They said, let's, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go find out what these angels are talking about. Let's seek them out. And here's the thing, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, every human being has a seeking component to them. Atheists have a seeking component to them. Uh, uh, agnostics, uh, 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 everybody has, there's, a, there's something you know, uh, an atheist or an agnostic might call it, I'm, I'm, I'm seeking out truth. I'm, I'm trying to be enlightened. There's other religions that, that are seeking enlightenment and clarity, but there's this, there's this, there's this component to, the, to, the hum, to, to our humanity where we're, where we're drawn to things, where we're seeking out. And I, w- I would argue with any theologian, right, that I believe that because we're created in the image of God, Genesis chapter 1, that we as humans, whether we, whether we call it or not, or even, or even agree or not, we are seeking after God. 
right? Because we are created, and so we're drawn to him. And you're here tonight, many of you remember this, those of you that are followers of Jesus, you remember this process in your life of, 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 of seeking a spiritual component in your life, seeking out the, maybe you came to CFAN for the first time in the last, I don't know, six months or, or, or a year or five years, and, 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 and you were, because you were seeking something more to your life. We all have this component of, of, of the seeking. In fact, I grew up in church. And just because I was in the building didn't necessarily mean that I found God. Do you know what I mean? I, I can remember being um, uh, in, in, in high school, middle school, high school, when I really began to seek out an actual real relationship with Jesus. Before that, it was just my parents saying, you should do this, right? And I'm, I, I knew all the stories, but I, I, had to, I had to seek him out for myself. And these shepherds, they, they, they make the decision, let's go and find this baby that these angels are talking about. But so often many just stop right there in the seeking process. They, 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 begin, they begin the process, but then they just stop. What's fascinating about that is that we're not called to stop there. There's so much more. And if you go on to verse 16, look what verse 16 says. It says, so they hurried off. They hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. The first component, this first area, this first reminder is, is the seeking that's inside of us. The second component is the seeing. The seeing, write that down. So the shepherds, they seek after. And then what happens? They find this baby and, and they see him. And they don't just see him, they experience him. Many of, us, many of you in this room, you can remember when, you, when the first time you experience the presence of Jesus and that process of, of, of restoration and healing and that experience that you had with Jesus. You can, you can sit here right now. You can remember, maybe, maybe you're 25 years. You know exactly where you were. You remember seeing him, experiencing him for the very first time. And so we're called to seek after him, but we're, we're also called to experience him. That's what the, that's what the Christian does and is. This, this, this encounter that we have, that moment when you have the real experience with God that changes everything. And for me, it was when I was 15 years old. And what's, here's a funny story. Is, is Pastor uh, Jordan in the house still? Maybe he's somewhere here. Maybe he's running around with kiddos. Whatever. But when we first got here, we were talking about summer camps and youth camps. And this is, this is, a, this is a cool part about following Jesus and how nothing is coincidence, right? And I remember I said, hey, uh, where are you guys going to uh, summer camp this year? Was it summer? Yeah, summer camp. And he said, well, we go to this place called Lake Retreat. And I said, I'm sorry, what? So yeah, we go to this, it's just, you know, it's not, it's not, not real popular, but it's called Lake Retreat. And, and I stopped and I had, because I'm getting older now, my memory's not as awesome as it used to be. But Lake Retreat, oh, so I can remember being 15 and being at Lake Retreat. Retreat camp. 
and really experiencing the presence of the Holy Spirit for the very first time and being called into the ministry at Lake Retreat that our student pastor all these years later takes our student. It's just cool. That's a little, that's a little side thing for you there. But, but, but I can remember that, that the moment where I, I had that experience where I, where, I, where I really saw him, experienced the presence of God. But here's the thing, it doesn't stop right there either. <laughs> it doesn't stop right there because there's this third component. The band can come back here right now because we're going to wrap up this thought. It doesn't just stop right there. Because there's always an assignment connected. It's an assignment connected to this Christian walk. The last area that so many of us fail to follow. We, we get the seeking component. We get the seeing component. But yeah, we all want to experience the presence of God. This third one isn't really for everybody, if we're being real honest. And that is the sharing the sharing. It's what this church is all about. It's why we have Christmas trees up here and we go to all these, we're, we're, trying, we're doing whatever we can to share the gospel. We use all kinds of different methods. And if the methods don't work, we change them, <laughs> right? And we, and we listen to the Holy Spirit. And, and, but, but there's a sharing component. And, and, and look at this right here, Luke chapter 2. Now look what the word says in 17. When, when they had seen him, when they had experienced, and I can only, I like to daydream everyone, just kind of, I wonder what that was like, rolling up in that cave, <laughs> the son of God, and there's animal waste everywhere, and there's a baby laying in a food trough. <laughs> this is the Messiah. And I, I can only imagine what, what his spirit was even doing because they, they have this experience. They see Jesus, and this is what happens after they experience some, that they were given an assignment because it says they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Now, verse 20, look at this. The shepherds returned. Underline that. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Here's the thing, including me, so many of us would have just set up shop right there in the stable. I mean, that's where the Son of God is, man. Hey, I'm, I'm just gonna, can I move in with Mary and Joseph? Here he is. This is it for me. I'm experienced the Messiah, the Son of God. I don't wanna go anywhere else, right? But after these shepherds experience, they see him, what do they do? They go and share. They go and share. They go on mission. And that's what every one of, this, of us in this room that call ourselves followers of Jesus, we're called to do that. Here, here, here's, here's, here's what happens a lot. It's a lot of followers of Jesus who come to a gathering like this for Sunday and and they get the warm and fuzzies, right? They have this, this, this experience. Maybe it's, maybe it's legitimate. They, they have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. Some of them just get real emotionally attached to the thing, and they go, I'm good. Let's go to brunch now. 
See you next Sunday. And, that, and that's like a sliver of what it means to follow Jesus, right? He's called us to go out there, to go on mission. That's what Growth Track's all about. It's about, it's about getting, planting the seed because it's just a small component of discipleship, this Growth Track thing. But what it begins to do is it begins to, to enlighten us to what we're called to do, what we were created to do. And what we were created to do is go out and share, love, and serve, and be the hands and the feet of Jesus in this broken community. We are, we are, we are called. We are called to seek after him. And here's the thing. It's not just like, I found him, and I experienced him. And now I'm just kind of, I'm on the sharing side now. And that's all I do now. Here's the thing. This process just starts all the way back over again. Every single day. It's sharing this, this, the good news. And then it's going, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta go find him again. I gotta, I gotta seek after him. I gotta seek after what he has for me, what he wants to say. I wanna, I wanna hear from him. So you're always sharing, but you're always seeking too. And you're always seeing him. You're always experiencing him. It's a, it's a continual circular process of searching after him, right? King David, King David talked about seeking and searching after. I mean, he was, he was, he was a, a man after God's own heart. If anyone knew God better than the rest of humanity, it's probably David. And David goes to the extent to say, I continue to seek after you, to, to find you out, to search you out because I want to continue to have an experience and see you on a continual basis so that I can get filled up with more of who you are to continue this sharing process. I'm telling you, I, because of, I, I, I'm, I'm, I grew up in, in the faith. I'm fourth generation uh, preacher on both sides of my family. I've been surrounded by saints my whole life, okay? And, and, and one of the takeaways, that whenever I sit with a saint, they always say to me, son, I'm experiencing God in a, in, in a way I never have before. I, I am learning. I, some of them I've heard you say, I, I, where I'm at in my life, I feel like I, I barely even know him because he's so big and I'm able, I'm, able, I'm able to connect with him in a new way. I'm, it's like I'm, I'm, I want more of him, even at the age of 95 or whatever it is. It's like, it's, like, it's like a new, it's a brand new day every day. It's like I want more and more and more and more of him. At the end of my life, that's where I want to be. I, I want to I be at a place where it's just like, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just now getting to know him, right? The seeking process is seeing him so that we can continue to share him. I get emotional because I know, I, I've seen this play out in my own life and generations before me. And this is the answer. And we're going to have the, the, the participants, the graduates come forward here in a second. And I want to encourage you, those of you that have completed this beginning process of of, of discipleship and you're going to take all thousand classes in your walk with Jesus and as you learn more about him you seek after him more experience him more you get filled up to continue to share the gospel everywhere you go I want to commend you for taking this first step and doing that and so what we're going to do I'm going to ask Ashley to come up here we've got a bunch of people in fact because this is the first one you know like um there's just a lot, there's a lot of people. 
And so the next time we graduate, it, this process will look a little bit different, right? But you're going to see, we're going to throw up on the, on the screen just all the names because there's so many names, like I can't even read through all of them. We'll be here till, you know, we've got to get you home, right? So um, you'll see the names up there in a second. And what we're going to do, I'm going to pull this back a little bit here. And those of you who are contacted um, uh, for, for graduating from, yeah, I'm going to move that too. Uh, we're going to ask that you come forward here in just one second. But here's the thing, because there's so many people and, and we don't have time to go through every single name, we have a graduation certificate diploma, if you will, uh, at, at, in, the, in the lobby. And when you leave tonight, it's all categorized based on your last name. So you can pick up your certificate there uh, when you exit here. And like I said, in the future, there won't be as many people and, and it'll look a little bit different. But um, I'm going to ask those of you that have graduated, you went through the whole process, you were contacted this week, right now, if you just stand up, and what I want you to do is come forward this way, and we're just going to literally have you line up. Let's just even go up all the way across the front here. Just you can come even right up here and just kind of face this way. And we can just, yeah, you can give it up for them as they come forward. And as you can see, there's, there's elders up here. There's pastors up here. There's, I mean, people that, so what I'm saying, it's the first go round. And uh, in the future, it won't, it won't obviously look like this. Do you want to add to that, babe? Yeah, there's so many that couldn't be here tonight. But maybe, graduates, if you'll take a look at your other pastor. I just want to encourage you. Some of you are getting reassurance in what you knew God had already placed you here for. That's right. Some of you, for the very first time, are learning about some of the spiritual gifts that God already has inside of you. Right. Some of you are getting spoken to by the Holy Spirit even now. You're getting woken up in the middle of the night. I prayed that over you, by the way. You can blame me. <laughs> Exactly. 2 and 3 a.m. Come on. But I just want to encourage you as much as you can, write these things down. The Lord will begin, if he hasn't already, he will. He'll begin to give you visions and dreams in ways he never has before. That's right. He will begin to speak through you to people that you don't even want to talk to. Those are my favorite. Because the things that he'll do will blow your mind. And friend, I don't care if you've been walking with the Lord for 50 years. This is just the beginning. That's right. This is just the beginning. What God wants to do through those that are willing, through those that want to learn, through those that desire to seek his face, the way even just sitting through four classes and being diligent about this, what God desires to do through you and yes. what he will do through you will blow even the most elaborate imaginations. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you, step out in those giftings. Those of you that haven't gone through growth track, part of what week three, is that right? Uh, part of one of the main weeks is not only taking uh, gifts tests, leadership skills tests, all of these different grace gifts tests, there's four of them, 
but then going through and unpacking what those mean. Yeah. And so some of you are just starting to unpack these new That's giftings. Right. Right. Practice them. Yeah. Just like you were taking piano lessons. You practice them. Yeah, but what if I get it wrong? So? Right. Practice. <clears throat> practice. It is so incredibly yeah. spiritual. Right. And this entire community, and dare I say the globe, will be impacted for eternity. Yeah. I close with this last thought on the, on the last part of that passage. Because, you know, this church, you should know that we support foreign missions. And in fact, some of you along this front here, maybe you've already been connected. Maybe you were a missionary yourself. Maybe God's going to call you to leave this country and go serve. I, I don't know. But the, the last part of that scripture says that the shepherds, they returned to where? They returned to where they came from. Who, who did they share it with? They, they, they shared the gospel with their own community. And so I encourage you, you're, most of you are already doing it. Embrace that reality of sharing right where you're at being his hands and his feet right around those that you're closest to and see what he does. It's an amazing thing. Thanks again for joining us. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. For more content and to connect with us, go to cfan.church.